What's up, Colorado? Today is episode one in a four-part series in ADUs, or accessory dwelling units. This first episode is an overview. The second episode is a deal analysis on how to underwrite ADUs. The third one is lending and financing. And the fourth one, we sit down with a builder. So I'm very excited to announce this, roll it out, and go to denverinvestmentrealestate.com forward slash ADU for all the show notes, all the episodes, and all the resources we talk about. Enjoy the series. You're listening to the Denver Real Estate Investing Podcast, brought to you by the Envision Advisors at Your Castle Real Estate. What's up, Denver? Chris Lopez here, and this is our first episode in our ADU series. You heard us talk about this in the past. We sent some surveys. We've done some zoning stuff. We've been prepping it. And uh, Stacey Rosansky has been hard at work getting a bunch of research together, getting things organized to build a very great ADU series that can be a great um, like cornerstone piece of content for people to come visit to get the basics of it. Uh, and we're going to go through the basics ADUs building, lending, we're gonna build a website directory, and we're gonna have uh, ADU uh, property walks on YouTube, interview some people. We have very big aspirations with this, but all starts with a series that Stacy put together. Stacy, good morning. Good morning, Chris. Good job on doing this. <laughs> Thanks. It's so before we get into it, I got a pop quiz for you. <laughs> yes. ADU, <laughs> does it stand for accessory dwelling unit or additional dwelling unit? The technical term is accessory dwelling unit. Oh. And I have to pull that because I always say additional. So that's the that's right. If you hear me say additional, it still works, right? I think so. Okay. So those are potato, synonyms. Potato. Yeah, those are synonyms for me right now during the rest <laughs> of the series. Is my uh, is my warning there? So Stacy, where do we start with ADUs? Like, there's I don't want to start with the basics, but just where do we start as we look at ADUs? Because this is a question. This is a topic. Many investors are interested in buying a property with an ADU. They want to build it. We see headlines about Chaffee Park, Sloan's Lake, other parts of Denver are changing ADU rules, but it's all very confusing. So start with the basics and take it away. I think that's why we're starting here. Everything you just said, it's a hot topic. People are always asking about ADUs and the landscape is still developing and changing around ADUs. So we want to be out there giving out information as it comes in so that people can learn and grow and and start getting more ADUs out there. All right. So the basics, what is an ADU? ADU, like we said, accessory dwelling unit. Um Pretty simple, but that it is a separate unit on your primary property. So as of right now, zoning does not allow you to separate the unit. So you couldn't sell your ADU separately from your main house. It's really <clears throat> meant to be a small accessory structure or sometimes an attached structure to your main house. And so it can be a completely separately detached structure or it can be attached or, I mean, in the basement or other other forms in there. It's all the same, just depends on the property, the zoning, I guess what municipality you're in as well. Yeah, typically when we talk about ADUs, we're talking about the detached structure, like a little carriage house in your backyard, but a mother-in-law suite in your basement could be considered an addition that's attached to your house, could be considered an ADU. Um, but in general, 
usually we're talking about the the detached backyard little house. Okay. And I want to preface this because I know, you know, as you know, Denver Metro, we have five counties with many, you know, townships in between all there. So a lot of this we're talking about in Denver, but give us some just high level context before we go into here, like how to balance out the rules, the landscape and, and Denver versus the four other counties in our metro area. Yeah, Denver has pretty robust guidelines and they've put a lot out around ADUs. So we tend to focus and talk about what's happening in Denver County. But there are several other municipalities around town that are getting on board and starting to talk about ADUs and putting out guidelines for people. So um, that's why we're working towards putting out a whole full directory. So if you don't live in Denver or don't plan to to buy in Denver, um, that you can still have the possibility of building an ADU. Yeah. So to start out that directory, um, we don't have it up yet while recording, but I'm publishing, check the link in the show notes or email me and Stacey and we'll, we'll get you the link on there. But hopefully we can aggregate all the data for what we know in Denver and also link to other municipalities yep. and hopefully start bringing on some, you know, some government officials and experts to actually talk about, hey, here's how it works in Littleton or Wheat Ridge or, or wherever, to exactly. name a few. Yep. All right. So an ADU accessory dwelling unit can or cannot be attached. Um, zoning. Um, I know you have one bullet point up on here and that we, um, we've done the whole presentation on here. So yeah. where do you want to talk about zoning? Um, I think that you just, that's where you start with an ADU. Um, obviously, as we've seen in Denver, it's they're trying to make it easier for people to build ADUs. So there is more wiggle room with the zoning, but um, just getting familiar with what your specific zoning is or what uh, zoning that you should be looking for if you know your goal is to build an ADU down the road on your property um, is really the starting point for anybody in in searching. And you know we won't, we'll leave zoning light on here. We record a podcast. I think it was back in December or January. Um, we'll link to that in the show notes. Check out that because that was a deep dive and a great presentation you went through. Going through, you know, we broke down the zoning code and went mm-hmm. through an example. So deep dive, and that was a good, you know, 30, 40 minute topic. So if you want the details on that, we'll link to it. Check it out. What are other things considered though? Just when you're someone's sitting here and saying, "Hey, I want an ADU," like what what should they consider? Um. Lot size is a big one. Um, Even if you have the right zoning, you want to make sure that you have a big enough lot to to put an ADU on it. Um, And I think we can kind of get into that a little bit more um, further down in the slides. Um, And then, yeah, I think that's overall the biggest considerations that you want to take when you're starting to look for, for a property that would make sense. Um, and then just in general, just like, what are the benefits? Why were people want to build ADUs? I think it just gives you so much flexibility, um, for, you know, as you live your life, things change. Um, and so having the, the option to have a smaller dwelling for rental, for yourself, for your family, whatever might come up in life, it just, it gives you all of those options. Okay. Um, now Accessory dwelling unit, you mm-hmm. mentioned, you know, we call them ADUs here in Denver, but they're known by different names. So give us the different names and all that stuff because it, there's just so many names on there. Yeah. Like what you were touching on before, they come in different shapes and sizes, um, but also have many different names. Um, just to name a few, a granny flat is a common uh, term that, you know, you would put your your parents in this little house in your backyard, carriage house, alley houses, just mother-in-law. Um, those are all typically referencing an ADU. So those can all kind of fall under the same category. Um, and then again, just to reiterate, they can be 
attached, detached, over the garage, separate unit, completely in your basement. In addition, I mean, again, runs all different. You can take it any way you want. So I get this question. You get this question from clients. Like, how do you, um, you know, we see a property, there's a mother-in-law suite or there's, you know, a, a basement apartment. Mm-hmm. Um, now, mother-in-law suite can be interchanged with ADU, but because there's a mother-in-law suite in a property, does that mean it's an ADU in the eyes of the, you know, the government? Not necessarily. Um, it just really depends. Typically, it has to have a full kitchen um, or a stove in the unit. That's what's going to make it, in the eyes of the building code, a separate unit. A lot of people in the real in real estate in a listing, you're going to see people call it a mother-in-law suite if it's just like a master bedroom and bathroom on the in the basement um, without any kitchen. So, you know the they're interchangeable terms. Okay. And you had mentioned like, you know, lot sizes and things like that. Give us a little more specifics on yeah, so know, there, what, what we need to look at. Yeah. So in Denver, there are restrictions um, to the, the size. Again, we're talking about an accessory unit, so it is going to be smaller. Um, but depending on your lot size, which right now Denver has it as um, the, the maximum size of an ADU can be a thousand square feet. And that's only if your lot size is over 7,000 square feet. Um, typical Denver lot is 6,250. So that would be an oversized lot. Um, if it, your lot is under 6,000 square feet, then your maximum ADU size is 650 feet. And then anywhere in between six and 7,000 square feet, they have it at 864 square feet. All right. Say, say those numbers again, because that was a lot there. Yeah. So, so <clears throat> if you have a lot size uh, over 7,000 square feet, then your ADU can be a max size of 1,000 square feet. Okay. And then if it's between 6,000 and 7,000 square feet, your ADU size can be 864 square feet. And if your lot size is under 6,000 square feet, then your max ADU size can be 650 square feet. All right. So I didn't realize there were different thresholds based on on the lot size. I mean, 650 to 1,000 square feet. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, that that's a, you know, a difference, a, quite a bit different to look at that. But I mean, all of those sizes, 650 square feet, you can still build a great ADU on there. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've lived in 700 square foot houses before, which yeah. is, you know, about the same size of that. And I mean, that's plenty of space to put an ADU with. Yeah. Work. When you're looking at the smaller lot sizes, you're most likely looking at a one bedroom. But certainly once you, if you can get to that 864 square feet, that you can easily fit a two bedroom unit in that, in that okay. size. And do you have any idea, like, and you mentioned, you know, 6250s is the very standard common lot size we see here. Like, do you have any rough metrics or ideas? Just, you know, how many lots are smaller? How many are bigger than 7,000? Like, what percentage is that 6,250? I know it's a random question. I'm just like... Um, I think in our previous podcast that we, when we did the deep dive and zoning, I did have a slide on kind of how many lots of those sizes with the the ADU zoning at that time were available. So... um, I don't have it off the top of my head, but I think we do have that information. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. And you've already told me, but I forgot <laughs> it. So shame on me. Um, and I know too, you mentioned, I can't remember from that conversation we're prepping on here and that previous one that about, you know, a good chunk of uh, lots in Denver are zoned for ADUs, but give us uh, again, a rough idea on just numbers, percentages and, and the key takeaways. Yeah. So 
Um, I think now Denver is about 25 to 30% of it is zoned for ADUs. And the city is really, and the city council specifically, is really trying to get more of the city zoned for ADUs. So like we've talked about in previous podcasts, mentioned that Chaffee Park and Sloan's Lake uh, are the first neighborhoods inside of Denver that they've just said ADUs are allowed neighborhood-wide. And council members are working towards more to get more of that legislation passed for just neighborhood wide doesn't matter your zoning we're going to allow them and that will help with kind of easing the process of having to rezone your property um so those are just extra steps in the process to get adus so um you know denver zoning is all zoning i would say is pretty confusing if you are not used to looking at it there's over 60 zone types in denver alone and then each jurisdiction has its own zoning code. So if you're not in Denver, then it's a whole different set of rules. Um, For Denver specifically, um, if you have TU in your zoning, um, that means two unit. And so that's going to be an allowable ADU without having to rezone. Or if you have a one on the end of your zoning code, again, that, that stands for that you can have an ADU or an additional dwelling unit on your property. So if you have those, then you're already set and you don't have to do take any extra steps. Um, but again, that's why we're going to put together this directory. So it's a little bit easier for people to get right to the information they need to, to understand this. Yep. <clears throat> and keep in mind with zoning, like, I mean, you know, this is really important, especially as we work with clients and people go out there and, you know, buy properties is, you know, from your perspective, uh, Stacey, from being an agent, when you see whatever zoning code listed in the MLS, mm-hmm. Do you just accept that or or <laughs> or do you do your own due diligence? Always do your own due diligence. Um, and that's for most everything in life, I would say. I don't. Um, so it's pretty simple to go onto the Denver assessor's site or even give a call to the city and ask them just to verify that the zoning is correct. Yes. And that, you know, we because we get that a lot. People, oh, well, you know, the the listing agent said this was zoning. Great. But I'm not going to trust yeah. that person. I think it's that person, but it's not their responsibility. And let's be frank, there's a lot of times inaccurate data mm-hmm. in property listings. And you'll see in real estate, especially almost every listing agent is going to put buyer to verify everything. So they, they're they trying to be transparent and put that information out there, but you should always do your own due diligence on a property. And like what Stacey said, you know, uh, go to Google, find the Denver assessors or Jeffco or whatever county you're in. Uh, usually on the website, call them. And you know, we'll do our best to link everything in that directory we have as well. So go check that out and hopefully you can find the right link or the right information to what you need to um, what you need to find. Mm-hmm. What else on zoning, Stacey? Um, if you go to the next slide, <clears throat> there's a little bit more I wanted to talk about. Um, we'll get more into this when we talk with a builder. Um, because these are the considerations that you're going to want an expert on, an architect or or builder that is very familiar with the building code and how things work. But for ADUs specifically, they have um, requirements on the lot size, like we kind of talked about. Um, there's something called lot coverage, which means you know your house and your ADU can only cover a certain amount of your lot. So you still have to have a certain percentage that is uncovered let's yard space basically you're talking about the structure itself right so that will also determine how large you know if you wanted to have your house a garage and an adu that's going to be you know a lot of coverage of your property um i am this is off the top of my head but i believe it's 50 percent um so 
those are things that you're going to have to make sure that you'll fall within and, and will be determined based on your lot size. Um, and then also another requirement of ADUs is that it is required to be in the back, the rear 35% of your lot. So um, placement. So if you have a house in the middle of a, your lot, it might be kind of tricky to also put an ADU um, just placement wise. Um, and the last thing I just want to touch on is they do have a one and a half stories max um, for ADUs as a requirement. And that including like the above garage <laughs> ADUs as well? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So, so that's why you'll see those um, slanted roofs a lot because you can't oh. do a full second story. Okay. Mm-hmm. And do you know for like, I mean, you know, a lot of these rules you went through, um, is it possible to get variances on those or are those pretty hard, you know, hard and fast zoning rules as far as like placement they do or, or coverage? Where do, are variances possible in those spaces? Do you know? Um, my experience variances are there as to be an exception. So it would be harder unless you have very specific circumstances and, and reasons that you know, you can get the city council to approve a variance, um, but I wouldn't bank on that. I would definitely try to follow this first. And then, you know, you can always present a case for a variance, but, you know, they're meant to be an exception to the rules. So. Okay. So don't hold your breath. Yeah. Or bet the bank on getting a variance for this stuff. Exactly. Yeah. And I think that's, you know, good advice in, in everything. So kind of looking back around to benefits and uses. Like, I mean, you know, you, you've got a very diverse background from, you know, uh, being an agent, being an investor yourself, you know, uh, mountain properties, Denver properties, out-state properties, you've worked in affordable housing, like you got a really good perspective on here. And, you know, it's, it's been interesting talking to you as you've worked in different phases in real estate, just the different uses and different interests that, you know, individuals have, and also what some like, um, you know, nonprofits or government entities do as well as far as how they're trying to funnel certain things. So give us a quick rundown on all that from like the individual perspective and also just some of the the institutional organization perspective as well. Yeah. And like I said earlier, that's what I like so much about ADUs is they're, they're so flexible. Um, you can really, you know, <clears throat> some of the things we touched on, you know, they can be a source of income if you can rent it out. They could be a home office now that all everyone's working from home. They need that extra space. Um, they can, if you want to bring in a live-in nanny for your family at that stage, like that would be a perfect setup to have, you know, somebody there, but not living right with you. Um, obviously we focus a lot on the rental aspect, short-term, medium-term, long-term, you know, you can do almost anything with these. Um, and then they're also just a great strategy um, for our housing crisis. So they say, you know, we have a shortage of housing and ADUs are a, a one solution to that. So they, you know, are pretty simple to build um, and they can provide that, you know, kind of extra housing that we need in this market. And so those are benefits and uses. What are some of the obstacles and cons that are just stopping people? Because I mean, we have not... <clears throat> You know, there's not been a flood of ADUs on the market. There's right. not been a, a big building revolution yet. But from a high level, like there's lots of pros, lots of interest. Mm-hmm. But there's also lots of um, hurdles and speed bumps along the way on there. Yeah. So what's the other side of the coin? Well, I think zoning was is one of them. And clearly they're trying to work through that at the city. Um, certainly expense is another and how to finance them um, because they're kind of this unique product. Um, and hopefully we'll see more... Um, coming through that will 
help relieve some of those costs. But right now they're, they are still pretty expensive to get them built. Yeah. And we'll go into more details on here in some future podcasts. You know, Stacy mentioned that we're going to have, um, a, you know, a builder come on here and walk us through the basics, um, different types and costs and things like that. Um, you know, ADUs are not inexpensive. Mm-hmm. There's some really cool stuff going on from, you know, uh, modular to prefab to like 3D concrete printing. Like there's lots of stuff going on in the space yet, but it hasn't really like hit the market yet. Mm-hmm. Um, and also from financing, um, hey, had to go out there and finance 150000 200000 ADU. Right. Well, your FHA loan, your conventional loan is not going to budget for that. And so it's how to get the capital for that. And then how do you... Uh, you know, get the capital back out and redeploy into long-term financing. And that'll be a podcast going depth to with a lender who specializes in in the ADU financing niche. Um, and so we're going to go into a lot more of those, but those are two very common things that as people are excited, those are like the brick walls to hit is like the building cost and also the financing. So just, um, I'm going to warn everyone about that and stay tuned because we'll go into a lot more details on there because those are things you have to understand and you absolutely make sure you have your immediate financing and then your long-term takeout financing mm-hmm. figured out first too so you're not stuck in a, in, a, in a bad spot. Yeah, and I think there's a lot more of that that's going to be coming to Colorado in general. Um, I've talked to you about this before, Chris, but if we look to California or Oregon, they have, they're a little bit further ahead in the ADU space than us. Like California, I think, has a statewide that they're allowing ADUs everywhere. Um, so if we kind of look to their legislation and see how things going, I think we're going to see a lot more companies and products popping up in locally for, you know, different types of ADUs and how to get them built. So a lot of them are being innovated in the West Coast or, you know, Oregon and, and California, and then hopefully that'll roll over to, to Colorado. That's what I hope. Yeah, I hope so, too. <laughs> I mean, we've been talking about this for years and I mean, it, it, you know, it's it's inching along every single year. But it's like there's a lot of, you know, great progress from like the industry, from the government, like it, it will happen. I just think it's going to take longer than we all expect. Right. But there's good stuff coming down the pipeline. You'd also mention as we're prepping for the Stacey, um, like there's some Denver grant program. There is. And I'm going to stop there because that's, <laughs> that's all the details I remember. Yeah. And we'll we'll dive into this a little bit more. But on the surface, um, the city of Denver is offering grant funds to um, get ADUs built. If you live in uh, the West Denver part of town, there are restrictions on the areas. And then they would be restricted units, meaning they would be a cap on how much rent you could charge or how much income the renter could make. So it's part of their trying to get more affordable housing um, solutions out there. Um, but they are offering, you know, I think it's $30,000 towards the, the building costs, which is pretty significant. I'm really curious to see how you get the $30,000, but if you're capped on rental income, mm-hmm. there's always that trade-off. And Absolutely, is, yeah. is capping your rental income worth it for $30,000? Right. So maybe we can dive into that. I, I would love to. <laughs> so to be determined on that. Um, what else for just general kind of like, covering basic ADUs. We're giving people, a, you know, a crash course in the first episode to give them the main bullet points and mm-hmm. the subsequent series will go into a lot more details. What other just things people know about or questions you get from clients? Yeah, I think just, you know, as we dive into, we'll do some analysis on, you know, looking into the numbers. That's usually what people want to know. What does it cost? We know the answer to that is going to be it depends, but um, you know what are the financing? How, is, is really kind of the the main struggles that people come across. Um, but and and looking at what's the return on our investment for for actually going forward with this. 
And so uh, we're going to be doing some deal analyses to run through and just kind of do it from different angles because with ADUs, there's, there's so many different ways you can attack it or plan for it. Right. So we'll discuss some of those ways. Um, we'll pull some properties, talk about that. And of course, get out the building, the financing, those other ones. Mm-hmm. But to wrap up, um, Stacy, um, you know, because we've gotten this question as we started doing the zoning, some other podcasts, is a lot of people in Denver have reached out, you know, mm-hmm. to connect with you and pick your brains. And just everyone knows, like, you know, you're you're a real estate agent. That's, you know, that's your profession, that's career, that's where you're great at. ADU is a, you know, is a is a big interest of yours and also an area that you're just carving out a niche into being expert in. Um, and so as people reach out with questions on there, you know, if you're working with their agent and have a property and contract, we are limited in what we can or can't give you advice on. Right. But since you are doing such a great job in carving out the niche and, you know, figuring all the details, connecting people. Um, we haven't talked about doing, you know, some type of consulting program for people who aren't agents, you know, who aren't clients with us from an, a brokerage agent relationship standpoint, but still be able to provide some value. Um, we don't have the details worked out yet, but I want to just put it out there because we've had that question a lot. And also, you know, to just get it out there so everyone can understand the working relationships. So if you guys have any interest, you know, reach out to me, reach out to Stacy. We'll do our best job to help you out in whatever, you know, professional manner we can. And of course, we'll have more details on the website as it comes out. What uh, closing thoughts do you have, Stacey? Uh, let's get some ADUs built. Yes. <laughs> um, all right. Well, I love it. Great job on this, Stacey. I'm excited about the other other uh, interviews and podcasts we're doing. I always love learning about this stuff. So listeners out there, if you guys have questions, reach out. Check out the directory on the website. Check out the other uh, episodes in the series. If there's topics you want to know about, let us know. If you've built an ADU or you're in the ADU space, let us know. We love networking in there. We're building on our directory. We're trying to get all those random tidbits of knowledge out there. Um, so let's collaborate. And if you guys need help with anything, reach out. That's what we're here for. Stacy, we'll see you next episode. Sounds good.